grab it. It only happens like once a month. I'll grab it and be like, okay. And it's like, it's just cause it's, huge. Cause it's huge. Cause it's sound. like, it's like my voice, not like shouting. They're so used to me, like having like, when I need to get attention, like hired voice. But when I get on the mic, I'm like, okay. You know, like they, it's a total different voice, but it's loud, you know? So it's very um, like alarming to them. I bet. But I like it because I'm not, you know, when you're constantly talking at a higher voice, it's more like mm-hmm. um, abrasive. But and when like, you get on a you're mic, projecting, so it's like gnarlier. Yes. Yeah. So so when it's just me on the mic, it's like a calmer voice, and they're more tuned in. I like it. Check, check. Oh, we're rolling. Check one. Kiki and Spencer, welcome mm-hmm. to the podcast. Hey, Thank bud. You. Thank you so much for having us. Dude, thanks for coming tonight. <laughs> I think I can do the rigmarole. Remember when Spencer was like, I don't think I can talk on your podcast tonight. Yeah, you said that earlier. Listen, I don't think I can talk on your podcast tonight. <laughs> okay, we're going to... Really? Why? Just wait. Just Listen, wait, okay. All right. I've had a drink or two, so I'm okay. Let's do it. Oh, are we doing that? Are we doing like Rolling. noises? Yeah. Let's go. Try to guess this noise. <laughs> You mean the audience? Okay, audience. Feel free to write in name and that name that snack. What is it called? ASMR or something? Where yeah. You crunch. And <laughs> With belching. Whisper. Belching and um, <laughs> talking about our sex lives. And... Ooh, hey. Oh, speaking of which, the sexual connotations in wrestling. Is that what you want to talk about? Well, not yet. We'll get there. Yeah, why don't we? That'll be the, that's what you're all waiting for. We'll get there. Let me do my intro. Yeah. Welcome to the Normal Theater Podcast, a show where we take normal people, someone who infrequently attends theater, theatrical performances, force them to see live theater, and then we discuss our experience. I'm your host, Bud Saavedra Catino. Your host, Jordan Lopez, could not be here tonight. Where is Jordan Lopez? Where is Jordan Lopez? Jordan Lopez is helping mm, people with issues of transitional housing. Jordan Lopez got a job. She was my co-host for a while. She's no longer here because she has a fucking job. She's, like, working right now. God damn it. She didn't used to have a job, and so I could just make her come and do podcasting wherever I wanted to. That's no longer the case. But um, a new exciting thing is going to happen. We're Jordan Lopez and I are going to start a new podcast called Solicited Bad Advice, and it's going to be an advice column in the form of a drunky podcast with your old friends Jordan and Bud, two people who like to get drunk and talk about how we used to have sex with each other and now we're married to other people <laughs> <laughs> we have plenty of plenty of good advice for everyone out there i just dropped my chip on the floor do you compare your partners is that you just talk about oh. the show no 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 oh. not at all that's what you made it sound like Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you mean like compare our current partners yeah i don't think we can even really remember like what it was like when we used to date oh uh-huh see Season one, episode eight, Disenchanted, <laughs> the big reveal. That was the end, end of season, season finale, big reveal. That you guys actually slept together? That we still sleep together. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's pretty I good. I love that. Oh. That's a nice cliffhanger. I can't wait for um, the next season. So if you like that episode, you will love our new podcast, Solicited uh, Bad Advice. I haven't even heard that episode, but I'm so excited. You're going to love it. Already. It's really good, actually. Kind of talk about how... You know, it's good to like, you like banged your friends back when you're teens, early 20s, 
And those people who are still around really like provide like a source of like support for you and like in in a sense like treat you how to love yourself and like really regard regard yourself with like you know self-respect and that sort of thing and it's nice to like those people still really care about you you know Mm -hmm. those people you fooled around with and they're still your friends and they know you better than anyone else does um so anyways jordan's no longer here just flying solo these days but today (laughs) you got us Kiki we and miss Spencer. you, Jordan. Yeah, you guys are here. Wait, so what would you do if we weren't here, but you went to the show by yourself? We just oh my god, just talk to myself. <laughs> yeah, like I could do that. <laughs> like um, sort of like a. You guys ever read uh, David Foster Wallace? Mm-mm. He's sort of like um, he's dead now, but he wrote Infinite Jest, which is like a big famous novel that he wrote like ugh, going on over twenty years ago. But there's a character called Madame Psychosis, and she just like talks into him i think she like smokes crack and talks into a microphone like on college public radio much like you much like myself mm-hmm. <laughs> actually might do a, I, might, I might do a madam psychosis <laughs> podcast where i just like write like freeform poetry and reading on online anyways <laughs> for this episode we saw fist combat tv's heart punch at pure platinum strip club a gentleman's club get in kearney fisted. mesa get fisted um tonight we are drinking what are we drinking white claws I got one White Claw on deck after three three cocktails at the bar. Well, two and a half. I couldn't do the last one. Cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Clink. Clink. Uh, we're drinking whiskey. We're drinking whiskey. What is it? Redemption? Redemption. It's like a rye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kiki's it's not bad. drinking White Claw, White Claw, and we're drinking whiskey. Yeah. Kearney Mesa style. I'm also drinking a White Claw. I think that... In honor of Kearney Mesa, because that's where we saw the show. Wait, what is an honor? Oh, we're just drinking yeah, to Kearney Mesa. Well, my white claw is like a Kearney Mesa. Is that a Kearney Mesa thing? That's it's gotta be. Kearney, <laughs> that's not a Kearney Mesa thing. What, what are you drinking? Drink? What are you drinking, Kearney Mesa? White claw. Like, what do they drink up there? They white drink claw? sake. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah. Ton of sake. Like, no, not being racist. There's, there's a, a million ra- uh, Asian racist yeah. Asian people. There's, racist <laughs> Asian people. <laughs> there's a million Asian people there, mm-hmm, yeah. and I drink sake all the time in Kearney Mesa. Not being racist. Well, if you're white and Kearney Mesa, you drink white claw. Anyway, back to the show. (laughs) So, the one time I had a married couple on the podcast. Go on. Oh, yeah, we're married, aren't we? That's right. I took a married couple to see pro wrestling at a strip club. Um, This whiskey, I think, is a good alternative to bullet bourbon or bullet rye. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. I'm a Maker's fan, but this is doing it for me. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Doing it for me. A lot we'll have you over than... for Makers. For just whiskey? Mm-hmm. Or whatever good. you want. <laughs> it sounds good. Um, so let's talk about y'all's relationship to theater in general. Uh, Spencer. Uh, yeah, so... Do you like theater? I do. I'm not super familiar with a lot of things. I just have some weird... Um, some weird love for it like I, i'm not very cultured i don't know if you could name a million um like plays and you you plays you're, and i yeah. wouldn't know any of them you're not like a new but york cry theater stuff. but if you take me to one i will connect with every single one in a different way and i will cry the whole entire time like i have something something about live performance and 
moment that really like kicks me right in the feels. Um, so like it's it's not only like it's not just theater but it's like movies music um like anything like cheerleading like really? live perform live performances and talent really get to me so especially musicals like i just love them very much so did you feel that tonight uh no i did not cry tonight i laughed a lot but this is a whole different kind of theatrics. So. Well, <laughs> well, 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 we'll get to what we saw tonight. Um, so how early did you sort of, um, like, ex- find this? Like, when was the first time that you kind of, like, experienced this, like, love of, like, people performing live in real life? In um, not so much live, um, but I think musicals really became a big part of my life. Like, like mu- musical movies and stuff? Mm-hmm, yeah, okay. within movies, like... I grew up on like Sound of Music and Disney, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I literally put a Disney movie on and I'll cry immediately. Put a Pixar movie on, there's fucking songs in there. I'm gonna cry. You know, like fuck. We watched um, a George Michael movie that was a musical. Well, it, in as much as there was just music playing, just music playing, but also people singing the music. Okay. And like and that shit acting. comes to me, like it. I don't know what it does what, to me, but what George Michael music well, uh, movie is Last this? Christmas, so it had all his songs in it. I'll try and talk in, into this guy. There you go. So it was called Last Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that microphone voice? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was just his songs, but mm. bad acting. I bet. I mean, it wasn't the best acting, but. The point is, the point I is, love musicals. She could cry at any movie. I can. And good, I, mean, I, I mean that as a compliment. No, I can cry at any musical movie. And I don't know what it is about me, personally, but mm-hmm. I do. Um, so when I started seeing it live, like actual musicals, and Rent was something that I didn't ever experience. All I saw was the movie. I didn't hear any mm. of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear any of the original, like... Broadway stuff, um, so I just loved that movie. But when I saw it live, and she had seen it live before me multiple times, it was I one think. of our first. Well, you had dates already together, seen it. and you were like crying from the first scene. <laughs> yes, but I'm Which trying to. I'm trying to say like you had already seen it before, mm. and you never really connected with it. But because I was so attached to it already and then I saw it live I was just like seeing every word and crying the whole time and she couldn't even hear it and she just was like looking at me like I was insane because I was crying and singing and crying and singing <laughs> um, like, she's like she's like I can't, even, yeah. I can't even hear what they're saying and I'm like well but you're you... not a true fan because I know every single word mm. right now you know but there are, like I, like I said, you could I could go to a million shows and not know anything about them. But there, for me, I feel like there's ways that it will resonate with me because it's like human beings pouring their heart into like something, and I'm witnessing it live. That's what really like gets to me. I don't know. That's great. 
Um, and my favorite fucking show, and I'm just going to beeline, <laughs> is at the Old Globe from November to December oh, 25th. It is How the Grinch Stole Christmas in San Diego, and it is fucking amazing, okay? And we missed it this year, and I am pissed about it. Wait, it's every year? Every year How the at Grin- the Old Globe Theater. How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Mm-hmm. And it is one of my absolute favorites. And we went the first three years of our relationship, and I told her that's the only thing I wanted to do for Christmas, and she did not fucking take me. So, <laughs> Kiki, what happened? We're fi- we're fighting. Mm-hmm. Well, we were gonna go, and then Christmas happened, and then we were busy. It's an amazing show. You should go. Okay. If you have never been, it's put cute. that on your list. It's I cute. see. I don't love musical theater. Oh, you. Just and which like... is to say, I don't even like i don't really like musical if you theater. get free tickets i would go i mean I, w- I buy you a ticket and then go. we come back here and we fucking talk about it fuck yeah in a year yes in a year let's yeah. do it yeah in uh in 10 10 months i'm down for that okay um have you ever been interested in performing in a theatrical mm, performance no no i think that is another big thing that draws me to it is because I don't have that courage. Like it takes a whole giant human being to stand in front of people and be that vulnerable and like work so fucking hard for so many, God even knows how long they rehearse, you know, and they pour their hearts into this. This is, and this is something that is easily made fun of. And that's what, <laughs> right, and that's what right, like right. makes me so passionate about it is like, like she makes fun of me for crying about it. I don't really. You do. I think it's cute. She thinks it's cute. But like I tell it tell it over here, will you? <laughs> I think it's really cute. We're, we're having microphone control issues <laughs> with Kiki. But like I think it's so beautiful. Like these, these are there are children that grow up, like three, four, five, six, seven years old just doing this and pouring their souls into it and then you grow up like if you want to be like that that's what you want you fucking work your ass off the same as you work your ass off for anything absolutely but yeah this is something that makes you super vulnerable because people are literally paying money to watch you just you could fuck up at any moment you mm-hmm. know you rehearse for months but you could fuck up, you know, and they never do. And that's what amazes me, you know, and it makes me, I, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I want to applaud you like a million fucking times. Over yeah. and over and over and over and over again. And they're, and they're real people from your community too. Yeah. Like you might bump into these people at Sprouts mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. Or like they might be like teaching your children or whatever. Yeah. Um, what about you? What's your, what's your relationship to I theater? Don't cry <laughs> at theater at ever unless it's or like movies unless it's like sports related mm. like if it's like a race and like people are running a race and the whole movie's mm. about like runners or basketball then i'll cry or did, dogs did you cry during eight mile <laughs> was that about running i think that was about running. <laughs> but that was a running movie right when i that's uh yeah mm. I don't know. There might have been a running part in that movie, but I don't remember it being about running. <laughs> it was like a spaghetti part. <laughs> on the sweater? 
<laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Actually, I get inspired by that song. Because you like to make spaghetti, or no? Or you like your mom? <laughs> you like moms? Whoa! You like spaghetti? Really <laughs> twisting things. Right now. <laughs> she doesn't like moms. She likes me. I, I do. Well, I didn't wait. <laughs> How can you not like moms? Wait, who doesn't like moms? Everyone likes moms. I mean, moms, moms are cool. Are, yeah. <laughs> so okay, do, so do I, you do you I, like theater? I do. I went, my parents would go to theater, and I would go with them. So it was always there for me. Mm. But I re- I've just become more appreciative of with Spencer because. Because your spouse is into theater. She's into it. Especially and I never, I never really went on my own. It was more like my parents are going, like, come with me. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fun. But so you had seen Rent before. I'd seen Rent, got, uh-huh. yeah. And I I mean, I always loved it. But not to the point where, like, I'm going to seek out tickets and go. But I, I've seen, you know, Rent and Wicked and, like, the main Broadway touring ones. So you've seen, like, big production. But not Hamilton yes. yet. we got to see Hamilton. Haven't seen Hamilton. We gotta see that. No, I want to see Hamilton so bad. Is that your next podcast? Can we go? Oh no, I can't. I can't afford <laughs> podcast. Can you buy us like thousand dollar tickets? This please? is. What if you get famous off this one? This one Let's is. Let's make it famous. Come on, Doritos. Dude, who knows how to do SEO stuff? No, this is the most expensive uh, theatrical performance that I've taken anyone well, to. Well, we we're gonna take you and nope. Rachel to dinner for for taking us. Absolutely, absolutely not. I mean, let's. I'll go. Let's, I would love to go have dinner. Let's go do Wait, that. Wait, that's but, for real. But it's gotta be vegan. Dude, honestly, goldstar.com. It's a great website. Yeah, I'm, I'm on that one. That's Are you? That's where we saw um, the one that was down in Old Town. It was on Goldstar. Signet. Oh, yeah, it's okay, Signet well, Theater. We need to get on there more. It's really good. I mean, it's good for like all sorts of different events and concerts and uh-huh. that sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, I mean, that's yeah. kind of the premise of this show is like, I get the cheapest theater tickets possible, and it's like some weird black box theater in who God knows where La Mesa or wherever. Yeah. And the tickets are $10 and you see like a really low budget production. And it's awesome. I sometimes, love you. I sometimes it's your... good. Sometimes it's garbage. You know, I loved your yoga one. Like that was such mm. a cool, just the oh, storyline. Please, please do. The storyline. <laughs> Don't be so gingerly. Get out of here. I know. Uh, Spencer's getting more whiskey. Um, you like the yoga, the yoga play? So your your take on it? Oh, yeah. Me and Ra- yeah, Rachel. Ra- Rachel had a really interesting take on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know Rachel through yoga. That's teacher right. Training. That's right. So to hear her take on it and like, I knew Rachel. You know, we learn all these things in yoga. And we're like buying into the like mm-hmm. yoga lifestyle, but I'd never heard her talk about this player. You know, the Lululemon side of, and like everyone in our class was like, you know wearing the Lululemon or like I literally went to like yoga trainings um, after hmm. Rachel where they're like they're talking about like your laundry like how do you organize your laundry you know that was like a there's like 35 of us in a room like go around and talk about how you organize laundry I'm like Wait, I don't you know mean- like I wash my my like some of my whites and then my darks like that's how I do my and then like you, you get to the like other people like-, like I watch my I wash my Lululemons and then everything else. Is like Lululemon sales reps coming to talk about your laundry? Was no, that who it was? No, it was just it was just yoga people talking about how we <laughs> their do fucking our laundry. laundry. <laughs> like that's an icebreaker. Uh huh. So I mean, it is a big. It's a big deal. It is a big deal, and uh, <laughs> it's annoying. I never thought about that. Mm. 
Until your podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, my, I mean, yeah, my wife is a yoga teacher in training. And she also goes, I mean, she's, she works at Core Power. So she does yoga all the time. And there's like, when they do laundry, it's just like leggings up the wazoo. All the, and like sports bras. There's just leggings and sports bras. Yeah. Like a pile of it all the time. And that's just your laundry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's how I get the. I'm like, where's where's the nipple inserts? Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to go there. <laughs> okay, so you have kind of seen just your average, like, big budget sort of, like, theatrical mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I think, I mean, being an actor is, I, I feel like it's, you know, when you talk about people that are, like, old souls, like, that's something that, like, people are born with. Like, to get on a stage and perform, that's a gift. Like, I get in front of a stage, and I'm like, I just get so self-conscious that it's like, Mm -hmm. I I feel like it's just a talent that someone is born with, or they just, you know, they could do it, but can't. Like, it's so amazing. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to actually call out both of you, Mm -hmm. because both of you have very performative um, occupations. Like, you're a service person. Mm -hmm. You work at a restaurant, Mm -hmm. and you are a fucking teacher, so you perform... All day, every For day. kids, yeah. Kids are easy. Kids are fun. And kids they, are, like, kids are buy into too. everything. And oh, right. Just, yeah. But adults buy connection. into everything as well. I mean, like, look what as we soon, fucking saw tonight. As soon as, like, an adult comes in, my, like, I have such a connection with my students. And, like, when I read to them, I'm very theatrical. And mm-hmm. I'm, we have fun. Mm-hmm. As soon as an adult comes in, I'm, like, automatically, like, like observing myself, too. You know what I mean? So, sure. like, I don't sure, know what sure. that is. But I think just it's, it's just well self. It's just like self-consciousness like mm. kiki is very theatric. i mean she's very theatrical mm-hmm. like you've yeah. you've it's seen a level of comfort mean, too like you the more i would do this in front of adults the better i got at it like i can do it now you know but it's still yeah but you you know you are you perform better when you feel comfortable you know and it's mm-hmm. you feel more comfortable around children but like you've seen kiki tonight like she's she... I've seen Kiki DJing at like Gossip no, just, Grill like, mean, on like on a Sunday. And, oh God! And th- and that's not that's not that's awkward. Strictly performative, but mm. you're you're no, but I just mean a... like her energy Ish. tonight with you. Mm-hmm. Like she's very like expressive and she's she's speaking a lot and like you know she's talking a lot. Like that is when she feels comfortable, she's able to do it. You know, but there are times where she's not like that. There's certain people I connect with more. Yeah. You know, like um, for some reason, you I really enjoy talking to. You know, and um, and there's like some people I'm just there, and it's not as connective. And that's all that's human like, beings, you know. Yeah. In every situation. Absolutely. But, but she can be very expressive, and she does a good job of it. I think. I th- I think that you would find. That that's the case with a lot of like professional actors as well is is that they're just you know i mean i'm i'm an introverted person i'm kind of introverted and shy and i prefer i'd like to be alone but i like i'm taking acting classes i do auditions i do plays every once in a while and but then i'm sometimes i'm just like mm, i don't i don't know what to talk about i just <laughs> wish i was by myself you know um and that's neither here nor there but um so Oh God, I'm too drunk now. Too drunk to do this. I can't do this. All right, pod, pod, <laughs> pod, podcast over. No, you got this. No, it's over. No, you got this. No, it's funny. I can do this because I could just cut it out. I can just edit it out. <laughs> um, 
So if you were, can we talk about the? No, he's working. With you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know what's great when you have like when you have drunk people on the I podcast is like they, they like you. they wrangle they wrangle the podcast. Oh yeah. Ra- Rachel's really... the worst wrangler, I would say. Rachel like I mean she gets to, like so nervous and she has to be like in charge. It's like really funny. But she can't oh, is that me, right? Because she's kind of like she's kind of like she's very dynamic. She's very dynamic. That's that's absolutely right. So, um, we went to we we went and saw uh, pro wrestling. So we did not see a play tonight necessarily, but I think uh, debatable. Right. So um, the reason that I've I wanted to do a podcast. So this is a theater podcast, and the reason that I wanted to do uh, an episode on pro local pro wrestling in San Diego is that um, I think everyone can agree that uh pro pro wrestling is theater pretty yep, much it's not absolutely. really a sport and we we def- i think everyone in this room definitely knows that now it's not a sport <laughs> it's not combat there it's were not moments fighting. where i was buying into the combat but i think there overall, was overall no i but think that's some, the point of theater i think some blows landed for sure <laughs> the tax but yeah and uh, you know I, I did a little bit of research about i watched some shit on youtube about you know, pro wrestling and yeah, it's definitely theater and people it's, it's created like theater and people write, there's writers that are involved and they write like a narratives and story arcs and that sort of thing. Um, so did you guys ever think that you would go to a pro wrestling like performance, like live, see you live pro wrestling? Absolutely not. No, no, (laughs) no, not that I wouldn't. So when the opportunity presented itself, Fuck yeah. Can I say fuck? You can say fuck all Not you like want. Not like I'm on like national TV or anything, but <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, it was it was exciting for me to be invited. Yeah. Um, and Even though you're I, not like a wrestling fan. I'm not, but I got, I don't know what I expected, but I got completely the opposite of what I expected. So <laughs> okay. it, it was like I came into it thinking it would be fun, but then it was even more fun because I got like it was just it was crazy. It was absolutely insane. Kiki, what what were your thoughts on like what was going to what did you think was it was going to look like tonight? Uh, pretty much what you see on like TV. WWE. Yeah. So yeah, I've always seen it. I've even seen when you look at the audience members, you're like, oh, it's so lame. It looks so lame. Bunch of like hillbillies. And, yes. Right. But tonight I was really impressed. Like I liked the amateur factor because I felt like they went a little more ridiculous than like in the beginning. The first fight was like <laughs> fruit of the loom versus yeah. cops, you know, like and it, it's funny. You couldn't do that on national TV. So I feel like that's what made this one more entertaining than like if you were to go see the first match real WWE. The first <laughs> match was a cop and just some big fat dude covered in tattoos. <laughs> in mm-hmm. in or no, spandex. basketball shorts. Basketball shorts. Basketball shorts. Turned into spandex. Soaking wet for no reason. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like why is minutes, he so sweaty? He didn't minutes, even do anything. He wasn't. Five minutes earlier, he ran into me at the bar. And, oh, really? Yeah, and, and he, he was wasn't totally dry. Bone dry. So, okay. Yeah. He just 
dumped the water bottle so, over himself. So that that must be a thing in pro wrestling where you come out soaking wet for mm. whatever reason. For that guy. For that guy. Hey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and so it was like a cop, and I don't even know the character's name, uh, but... Just some big fat guy with covered in tattoos. Yeah, he Sept- didn't do Sept- much though. He wasn't really much of a performer. Septum piercing. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, and then they come out and they do their spiel, and then they're like, "What are the? What is the name of the fruit guys?" It was like the fruits of, fruits doom. of doom. Fruits, fruits of, of doom. doom right? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. What's funny yeah. was the audience. I felt was oh, the, fruits of, the as puns. opposed to fruits of the loom. Yeah, fruits of the loom. Right. Fruit of the loom. Fruit it was doom. fruits of doom. So um, but they were great because they were throwing literal fruit at the audience, and oh. I had a banana thrown into my lap. Yeah. Oh, did you? Do you? And you threw it back on in the ring. Well, so point? I had the banana for a long time. I waited till the next fight, and then I chopped up the banana and threw it at him while I was booing. You chopped it up. Yeah. Did you have like a knife? Well, no, okay. it's a banana, so you like. Oh, you peeled it. You and... you peel the banana and then you, you know, you rip it. And You're throwing like bite-sized it. bits of banana. Yeah. Got it. What it's like the... a tomato. Like when you don't have a tomato to throw at somebody, you have a banana. <laughs> yeah. I completely agree. Sorry. Yes, you had a question. <laughs> Come closer to the microphone. There was a time when, one of the wrestlers yelled something at you. It was like. He threw a banana at him, and he yelled something like, suck on... I don't know what he said, but it was very vulgar. It was definitely directed at you Probably like, and the fuck banana. Probably bitch. You, you were connecting with the performers really, like, consistently. Throughout, throughout <laughs> she the was. Night, I, I am telling you. Okay, so back to what we were talking about. I fucking respect performers so much. So... The audience here doesn't know this, but I did tell Bud that I have been going to Pure Platinum, the strip club. That is where the venue was where we saw this oh, performance. You both have experienced at Pure Platinum. I was like, where are you, where is this place? And you're like, I'm, okay, well, I'm, hers both, differently, completely differently. Both of y'all are like, oh, I've been there like five times. Completely differently than me. I'm just gonna eat an entire bag of Doritos. Yeah, you eat your Doritos. Apparently, um, but I. So strippers, to me, are performers. Oh, yeah. So I used to go to the strip club a lot. Not because... You're a horn dog? This just in. Just because I respect these women. (laughs) Like, dude, Uh my favorite part... That's the reason? You and every male in America. Do you know how much fucking work it takes... To be a stripper? Yes, I do, but that the amount of work it takes to be a stripper does not um, justify you going just because of. So imagine me appreciating paying, their. Imagine me paying. Athleticism. A hundred bucks to go to the theater. Mm-hmm. I'll pay a hundred bucks and go, and I'll cry. You know, I will. I will. Wait. So Whatever show it is. Do you cry at the strip club? No, I don't. But I'll go to the uh, strip club. That would be amazing. I'll go to the strip club and I'll watch these bitches who have worked for years to develop these skills 
not the same skills, not singing, not dancing, but I mean, dancing. sorry, dancing for sure, not singing, but like these human beings you have said, spent. You said bitches <laughs> in the last sentence. So, so, uh, so all, casually. All my bitches. All my bitches. All so, my bitches. So casually. Uh, but these are human beings that like have worked for however many years to develop skills Absolutely. to make money. Agreed. And yeah. to be recognized for their talent. That's, it's the same shit. Not unlike wrestlers, right? True. Yeah. I had, um, I worked in, I lived in San Francisco for like nine or 10 years and I did massage there and, uh, I had multiple clients who were strippers and they would come in and they would, yeah, it's just like a, it's a hard fucking life and it's just like insanely athletic and it's like, yeah, you're like doing shit, acrobatics on a pole should we talk about the uh, halftime show? The physique <laughs> of the women was very athletic. I guess we should. Yeah. <laughs> their their bodies were like very voluptuous. Like their booties were attractive and the, larger. There was an ass but that I've never seen before. That was an right? ass. That was the craziest ass. And their abs thing. were very like developed. Like you mm-hmm. can tell they worked out, but they had these like extra... body parts that were bigger what? like their butts were like very attractive do you, think, and do you think that woman had butt implants is that what you're saying i don't know she had a very who jlo no her name was um vanessa vanessa vanilla canela oh i thought we were talking about the halftime <laughs> the halftime show. oh that halftime show <laughs> no we're talking about tonight's halftime show <laughs> spencer bring it back okay sorry tonight all right okay Oh, because you so, went out to the bathroom. I have. To, oh wait, we all went out. To no, the I was there for that. It's called an intermission, not a halftime. Okay, sorry. All right, po- I, podcast over. I precedented that. Um, no. Both of their asses are real as fuck. I think so too. Yeah, and absolutely, absolutely real. And they're but amazing. I'm saying they're very, they're very built. Like their physiques are like. You know, muscular. Yeah, because they fucking climb poles all day. Exactly. So I am agreeing with you on your admiration (laughs) for strippers' hard work, rigor, rigor, if you will, the hard work they put in, their rigor. Uh huh. Um, how did you picture the audience being? Just like WWE fans. But the audience was funny. Like I feel like they might have been the writers of the show because some of the funniest comments came out of the the audience, such as and I I wrote some down. Thank you for taking notes. (laughs) Do you want chips? Someone someone yelled. Oh, the dip. During the part where the fruit. Was was winning, but they weren't happy about it. Someone yelled, "Fuck fruit!" <laughs> uh huh. And fuck balanced breakfast. And squeeze, <laughs> squeeze that shit. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, do you guys? Do we get to the second act? Remember that, um, like, giant man boob situation? Yeah. Oh, Congo crush. Congo crush. Yeah. So Congo Crush had uh, like a, what do you call it when like someone's winning and they have like a victory 
dance or whatever, where he was like, you know, hitting himself like. He was having like a victory dance running around. Yeah. But his hands were like motioning his crotch. You know, oh. Like, yes. It was like a suck it sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. It was a suck so, it thing. So he said that, and someone in the back in the in the audience was like, "Oh, very intimate," <laughs> which I thought was clever. The Congo Crush character, I don't know. I was starting to have um, feelings about that, like, res- wrestling might save all of us. I don't know. Like, it was like, Congo. So, Congo Crush <laughs> is like a black man. I think it was a man. I assume it was a man. Yeah, definitely a man. Um, I mean, he had, like, giant boobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. And it was hairless. Um, and he just spoke in, like, what I perceived to be uh, African gibberish, mm-hmm. I assume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's called Congo Crush. And people would try to like translate for him, and it wouldn't really work. Um, they knew he liked snacks. They know he likes snacks. And his like his big defeat move was if he just pinches nipples. Then yeah, like... and I feel like they, everyone kind of had that. Like the climax of your show is like titty, like his titty twisters. Like oh. How are you gonna beat this character? Titty twisters. It was like a video game. Mm-hmm. It feels it feels like Mike Tyson's Punch Out. So. The combo on that would be like titty twisters. So my question is, you as someone who hosts a podcast about normal theatrics, mm-hmm. what was your take on this? Oh, what what part? All of it. Like you're you're hosting us as commentary, but like, what's your commentary on it? I thought, um, why are you trying to be so a? Why are you trying to be so meta and turn the tables on me? <laughs> and B, I thought it was fucking awesome. I was so entertained, mm-hmm. like immediately. Um, I was super into how inclusive the entire thing was, like all body types, all abilities, mm-hmm. all genders. All sexual orientations, all races, yeah. like it was, like the world of pro wrestling in San Diego is just like any, if, are you a scrawny, piece of shit sort of person, you can do it. Are you a big buff crazy dude who shaves his chest all the time? You can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, are you a big black dude who weighs five hundred pounds allegedly? Go for it. You know. My thing is like I don't think it's like pro wrestling. When you're saying, like, oh, pro wrestling is accepting, like, all these different things, I think it's just about theatrics. Mm-hmm. So they well, are just putting every single body type, gender, whatever into it because it's theatrics. Well, what do you, what do you mean when you say it's, it's not pro wrestling? I don't know pro wrestling, so maybe that's... It's not like MMA. Me, but I think they're just trying to appeal to every to every single audience that that they could possibly get. Right. Which is great. Which is awesome, right? Yeah. And it, it appealed to me the whole entire time. Like I saw so many fuck <laughs> <laughs> Just crazy. it was just comical. 
but also impressive but also like holy shit like there were so many like emotions during the whole two hours we were there so geeky do you want to talk about like the uh gymnastics involved yeah i was just gonna say like it's you know the exciting part about it was it was so amateur that you know their their acrobatics and their their stunts they could actually get hurt that's not amateur Right, but I'm saying, like, compared to, like, when you go to, like, WWE versus, you know, Kearney Mesa Strip Club, the theatric, the moves that they do are, like, there is a little bit of, like, wonder, because it's, it could be dangerous. It's, it's dangerous. They could get hurt, you know? They're not, like, they're, they are professional. Yes, they're getting paid, whatever, the strip club God knows pays what them. they're getting paid. So... Yeah, they practice. <laughs> do they practice professionally, like day in, day out? They absolutely do. They must. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. They practice. I believe that they practice. Okay, but they're not. That's not their like. That's not like their. That's probably their side gig. Like, no. This is like a hobby for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. it is their side gig. This is a hobby for them, but they love it so much that they hope to achieve something more from that. Yes, I'm just saying. You know, there is. A slight chance that they might get hurt. So that's exciting. Like they're, you know, they're shoving jumping thumbtacks into themselves. Well, they're jumping off of ropes and they're flipping each other over. There was so many flips. There was so many like flip this dude onto his fucking back from like, like he might go up like six feet in the air, Mm -hmm. flip him over your fucking head, land on his back on thumbtacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That thumbtack thing was That was a big gnarly. deal. And there was actually a moment where I thought someone got hurt. Like that little guy when they threw him outside the ring onto like a door situation that was laid out on the ground. Oh, yeah. I thought he was actually down for the count because I swear I thought he hit his head on the stage, which would probably have not happened in like a professional, situ- like a WWE situation. So I did have that like fear of like, oh my God, did he really get hurt? He might have really gotten hurt. He was fine. Yeah, but so you're amateur. My friend that you like shook hands with, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was across the way mm-hmm. um, with his girlfriend. And at some point, uh, I don't remember which this show. This is what I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't remember which show it was, but it was a little guy. Somebody fucking. The- literally landed on top of her oh really That's oh what I'm talking about. no no i think that was later on actually it was it was i mean it was like across from it was before the intermission but he literally landed on top of her yeah and <laughs> poor guy he was like he like dragged her out of there like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry did she get but, hurt like, she was fine but like she wasn't expecting to get, a like, human body to, get, like, to body land slams. on top of her. And they didn't mean to do that. Of course not. That's what I was talking about when I said I thought someone got hurt. It was that scene. Yeah. They don't like they didn't plan on her being in that but area. I, th- I do think that they planned that like crazy shit where they threw him through the door. Oh, absolutely. Because they pulled the door on stage and they set it up. Mm-hmm. And I think they must have been like, this is how we fucking do this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
the athleticism and the physicality of pro wrestling is gnarly. Is gnarly. It's yes. like completely amazing. It's it's absolutely amazing. I mean, these yeah. guys are like truly flipping each other like over their heads. They're but they also like it's like acrobatics at that point. Like, absolutely. Because they're they're depending on the weight of themselves and the other person. Like you're you have a partner now. Like you're basically a mm-hmm. cheerleader. Yeah, and and you can like you you're can see them. just flipping with the help of the other person. Mm-hmm. Like. And you can awesome. you can see them talking to each other too. It's like, uh, ready? Yep, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. Do it. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's amazing. I felt like though the more exciting ones were earlier and like in the middle because towards the end you got the guys that had been doing it for probably longer. Like the last couple guys, the guy with the like um, sequins, like pockets. <laughs> the, the, he, I feel like he'd been doing it for so long that like when he was doing his flips and stuff, you're like, that's cool. But I feel like I've seen that a lot in WWE. But right. you know, just you know, the fruit and all the like the buildup of the different like characters was so exciting and. They were good. They weren't the best at it, but I just felt like it got to a point with like the more professional ones where it was like kind of um, not. I don't want to say monotonous, but it wasn't as like exciting as the earlier ones. I think that I I think you're speaking to the the last um, round that we saw. Oh, that too. That was just chaotic. Yeah, there was just, where it was like three. It was like a tag team match. Like, of everyone like, was super dramatic at that point too. They're like, I'm just gonna roll off the stage. You know. I mean, maybe they're getting tired. I actually. I don't think they were tired. I think they were just being over dramatic. And some, well, and so many people were in masks. I was like, I wonder if the, people are doubling up. <laughs> Probably. Like they're just like. Like the banana was like. Fucking, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> like put this fucking other costume yeah, on. Like get absolutely. out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're you're definitely right. So, like a lot of times when you go see a fucking play, you're just like, all these fucking old white women. Like, did you did you guys feel like you belonged in that um, audience? Like, did you feel did you stick I've, out? Do you feel like you stuck out at all? I might have like- I might have stuck out, but I never stuck out. But I never felt like anyone was pointing that out. Like, even the inter- the wrestlers were interacting with us, you know. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, yeah, we yeah. could have totally stuck out because you look at the audience and it's. Um, uh, like a wrestling audience, like I a bunch know. of you... bunch of dudes, bunch of straight dudes, probably. Yeah, yeah. and and um, I probably stick out as fuck because I'm like you know, blonde, spiky, lesbian looking Ellen yeah. person. Yeah. Older, I, I'm a definitely uh, like, you love me, so you just you know, but it's like I I kind of look like an Ellen person at this wrestling match, but I never felt like that. It was everyone was like. You felt comfortable. I felt very comfortable. Yeah. Is it and would you would you feel the same amount of comfortable? Comfortability. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. wasted right yeah. now. I'm right with it. Like going yep. to like a small theater, like in La Mesa, or like you know. that might be a little trickier. Like we went to El Cajon and it was like no. yes, a SmackDown. Would. I would be okay with it. A uh, SmackDown. I mean, like a theater. Uh, Not like, about the whole wrestling thing. Just a theater. Like, like, would you feel the same? Would you feel comfortable to the same extent? Like in just. A random theater scene, like I don't know, like a fucking a Christmas Carol or something, like in like a tiny theater, like the size of this room, with a bunch of old white ladies with like permed white hair or whatever. Oh, I had way more fun at this one. For a second, when we were in line, and that kid was talking about 
like how serious it was. He was, he was talking our, about he was our best friend. That guy was our best friend. He, he was great. He was, but he remember he was saying like he was talking about the history of it in Mexico, and he was saying like mm. the masks. Like, they would fight to the death, and, like... So I kind of went in there thinking, like, people are actually going to be fighting, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah and I that... feel like that kid was kind of buying into some of it. <laughs> like, he didn't... Well, he was... He had a very interesting perspective, because he... So he said that um, his brother was working security for the uh, for the event. I actually saw his brother. Did you? Yeah. And he... I don't know what he was doing... But I feel like it was security. Like, it was minimal. Well, it's, it didn't seem contribution. like Contribution. Well, I mean, but that's what it, it means. He that's was what so into it. That's what it means to work security in most, most things, I think. For sure. But, like, I saw him outside again, and he was, like, so excited about everything. He was, like, oh, yeah, it's such a great time, whatever. This guy was super stoked on the whole experience, yeah. though. But... And he was saying, oh, I grew up in TJ, and yeah, like, I actually know some, like, Lucha Libre, like, techniques. And I was like, I was like, oh, is this a big thing in your, in, in the culture of TJ, or in the culture of Baja California? And, and he was like, yeah, well, like, it actually... I, Kill motherfucker? Well, no, he was talking about it, he was like, and the way he referred to it, and I'm just very ignorant of, of how uh, Mexicans refer to, like, indigenous people... But he was, I forget, what, what was the phrase he used? Do you guys Native, remember? It was like... Native tribes? No, it was like, oh, this is like the, ori- the original way or something like that. But oh, he yeah. was pretty much saying that like, oh yeah, this is kind of how it used to be in like indigenous Mexico where okay, where it would like, you're good two tribes together and you'd have like your badass dudes fight each other. The strongest men. And they would cut each other. and the Fight butcher, to the death. Fight to the death, and, and the victor would cut the other guy's head and off. And that's where the mask came from, because yeah. you're wearing the mask, and you just yeah. get deca- decapitated, and you're... Yeah. And then and then, it, and then I felt like he was saying, in this wrestling match you fight, you just lose your you lose your mask. Like, like they're really fighting for something. Right. <laughs> like, so I went in thinking people were going to be actually wrestling. Right. Absolutely not. There weren't. <laughs> Okay, can we talk was... about the refs? <laughs> Go for it. So, I just, their expressions were, they're so fake. Like, they're so, they're absolutely, absolutely. like, making these faces. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, there, there was, like, like, there was two refs that we saw. There was, like, the cute blonde lady, cute nerdy blonde lady, tall. And she was just like, hey, you got to get back in your corner. No, no. come. Hey, come on now. Come on. Stop. 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 Yeah. And, and like that was her like her whole thing the entire time. And then there was like another dude who had like a weird mo- Mexican mohawk thing going on. Yeah. I think they both did not a very good job. They didn't do a very good job, you don't think? No. Uh, what? I liked when that guy yelled at her, or I didn't like it, but I thought it was funny when he said, this ref's spatial awareness. I didn't like that. I don't like the fact that, like, Well, they know the they're audience, not there to actually, like, ref. They're just there to, like, be well, yeah, expressive. I get that, but, like, what I didn't like is, like, 
people in the audience were commenting on her, and I didn't like that. Oh, like, like her person, like her, what she looked like? No, just oh. her ability to do whatever she was trying to do. I mean, which is silly because it's like she's specifically supposed to ignore what's going on so that they can create like a rising tension. Yeah. Right. And she did that, but there were people commenting on it over and over and over again. And she kept coming up. She came up like... Dude, she put in a ton of work throughout the yeah. night. Multiple times. I like her matching shoes and belt. Yeah, her outfit was great. <laughs> she was super cute. She had like the undercut. Yeah, she had great expressions. Yeah. Aren't you really added to the It was just like experience. For everybody <laughs> for every for everybody to be commenting on her, like she Yeah, that's fucked up. She didn't do a good job. She honestly I You think don't... you mean like acting wise, as far as like her as like an actor character character yes. actor? Do you agree? It wasn't very blue. As much as I liked her and I thought she was cute, I agree with you. She's super cute. She's just... I feel like she needs more practice. But maybe this is her practice, you know? Agreed. But but also, what does she have to work with? Like, I mean, what what is she supposed to do? Yeah. Really, she's supposed to be like... But she also has a... She works with people who are acting... Do you, mean, do you think maybe she... Every day. Right. Do you think maybe she could just be like whatever just like ignore these guys and then be like pissed off no no, no. who knows who her knows? job is a part of the job you know so i wonder like is she into it does she want to do that job <laughs> do you think that she was not into it? it it felt to me like she didn't want it okay that music was everything. Their entrances, when they played their songs, yeah. like the fruit guys had their song. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone, everyone had a. Actually, like, every everyone's entrance was predicated with a song. I feel like their character might have been made out of the song sometimes too. Oh, like the, the fruit song. Yeah, you're saying that. Like what came first, like, their like, song or their character? Like you're like, okay, I want to be a pro wrestler, and, and I want to come out to this song. And I actually, I don't know what I want to be, but I have a song that I want to. Exactly. I have a song that I really like. Exactly. And so I'm gonna, <laughs> and I'm just gonna, just uh, reverse engineer it that way. Exactly. Okay. Um. So good to see you. We're so lucky that you made it home. Rachel has arrived from Miami. So what else about the music do you want to talk about? That's kind of what hyped. I feel like that really hyped everyone. Like that, if there wasn't music, it wouldn't be as like special. But it, as soon as music came on, everyone got so excited, and like people knew the characters by their songs. They're like, "Oh, here's this song. Here comes Jababa, whatever his name was." Yeah, I agree with you. I think that yeah, wasn't it kind of crazy how? Um, like, this is our first time coming to this performance. Mm-hmm. First and probably last. Actually, hopefully not No, last. I mean, I was thinking, there were times where I was like, I want to see this shit every weekend. But then, like, there were certain, some shows, like, when they had everybody in the ring, where I was like, ah, no, this is, this is too much. When it was everyone in the ring, when it was like, well, actually, I would say, like, the one time when, like, um, there was, like, random people coming, I forget, I think it was, like, the, the dirt, the shitheads. 
one with like oh, the, the weightlifting dirty. dudes. Oh yeah. And then and then like earlier guys from like earlier yes. rounds came in and then like that random dude who looked like a Neanderthal with the white dreads, the white guy with the uh-huh. dreads came in. Yeah. De La Rosa. I love that. I yeah. love that one. That was fun because you could tell there's like a history there. I mean, that was And just... I wonder if you go more, if it gets more entertaining. You know, like tonight was I think pretty so. entertaining. I think so. But I wonder if you keep going, like people, as soon as they heard a song, they knew it was um, Congo King. Congo Crush. Congo Crush. Yep. And they got all excited and they already knew like, do you boo? And like the cop too, like I feel like the cop might have been a different character before because people were booing him. He's like, I'm a cop now. You know, like oh, he I, said that? Yeah, he said something mm. like that that alluded to, like, his character changed or... Oh, but I feel like there's certain... Like, there's a past, there's a history. Like, I wonder if as you go more, you get more into it. I'm curious. I, I definitely think so. Okay, listen. I think <laughs> I think we talked about, about this uh, wrestling enough. malarkey enough. But, uh, Kiki and Spencer, what do you think your wrestling personas would be oh start with spencer no don't start with me start with kiki so if i were to go like real deep into like who i am you know probably like what really gets me like angry you know like what would pull out my like anger wrestling yeah it would either be like angry lesbian that's like mad at like ex-girlfriends you know there's always that like angry i mean you're not lesbian but like Sometimes you'd go to the, like, lesbian bar, and there'd always be that angry, like, lesbian, like, oh, she left me with this house, and I gotta, like, redo all the, like, countertops, you I wish know, you, whatever. I wish you could, like, the, the U-Haul lesbian is, like, such a funny, like, yes, phrase. Exactly. If you could somehow, like, pull in Yes, but U-Haul. at the same time, like, now it's 2020, like, it's not so, That's like, like a million fun years ago. to make fun right, of, right. like, le- like, I would, if I could get away Wait, with to it. make fun of lesbians, you mean? Oh, yeah. shut the fuck up. But I... What? <laughs> But I probably oh you can't get away with it. What the fuck? I mean, I could absolutely. Wait, what? What are you taking exception to exactly? There's always gonna be somebody that's like, oh, like you're making fun of Sarah McLaughlin lesbians. You know, like there's always gonna be someone that like make that like for you to make to act like you can't make fun of lesbians is bullshit. Clearly, yes, I can definitely make fun of lesbians. I agree. I'm just saying there's always going to be someone that's like, oh, that's not really like, okay, you know, 2020. Oh, it's 2020. Fuck them. Right? That's what I say. Well, I, I think as, Absolutely. As, as, as gay ladies, you can make So that's other, not the persona I'm going to go gay with. Gay lady culture, right? That, yeah. that, that's we're, that's we're okay, lady. right? But I would probably go with like that teacher that's just been teaching for too long. That's like mad at all her kids and like needs to retire, but like takes out on like, where else do you get rid of your like, Displaced aggression, wrestling. So it'd be like angry teacher. That would be teacher. my persona. What would be your props? Like like a yardstick. You I, th- know. I think um. Teacher clothes. A clip clipboard. Clipboard. It'd probably be good cause for sure. Over someone's head. Yes. You know. Absolutely. So I was thinking about this before, it, like all day. I was just so excited about like recording this this episode tonight and going to see this performance but i think mine would just be like the podcaster and i would just be like i'd wear like headphones and i'd have like a recorder and but i would be like really badass and i would just like flip everyone off their asses and stuff that would be and I, I think we talked about this too where um you know the kryptonite for the big congo what congo, was his name congo crush congo crush is this giant guy with like man boobs and his kryptonite was like titty twisters so like 
as soon as he came out, everybody was like, titty twister, titty twister. And like, they didn't do that till the very end. That was his kryptonite. But for you, it's like, like your glasses, like, you know, people be oh, like, crush his glasses, knock it. You know, they would be yelling that. And then totally. it wouldn't happen till the very end. And then they're like, yeah, like that's the ending of your, totally. if you were to be ended, yeah. who knows how I the writers go. Like, how do they figure out who's the popular one? Like, how do they decide who wins? I don't know. I think I, don't, I truly don't know. I, I've watched a couple like documentaries on YouTube about like the WWE. And I think that, I mean, that's a whole really overly involved thing that has to do with a lot of money but when when it comes like on a local regional level i don't know how they decide these things i think it's i think it's probably a lot more democratic i I would imagine sure yeah what's what's the crowd want yeah and then also what's gonna flip the crowd on their on their ass on their ass (laughs) they're gonna be like holy shit like that just happened yeah i mean i think like gigolo got beat by jerry gigolo Congo crusher, got beat by Co- who was not the favored. I know because everyone loved Jerry Gigolo. In the I know beginning. you thought that. Yeah, it it was hard to figure out, like between Jerry Gigolo and Congo Crush, it's hard to figure out who is the face and who is the heel. I absolutely wanted Jerry Gigolo to win. He was because beautiful. he was very interactive with the crowd and fun and funny, and Congo was just like. I, did he? What fin- the hell is did that? he finger bang you? I feel like he got he finger banged by, by Jerry Gigolo. No. You he, saw that? No. He he definitely... Um, like, fake, fake finger banged you? No. He, he lifted your leg up. Lifted my leg and then like put his hand down like towards the area but didn't... Did not <laughs> harass me. No. Did you get finger blasted by Jerry Gigolo tonight? <laughs> Everyone's dream come true. That was my dream. Sorry. I'm jealous. Um, you thought that he looked like Donald Trump? Oh, I felt like he had, like, similar features to, like, like, um, if Donald Trump had... Like a, like a... illegitimate son. With, like, a Latina woman, I think. And that was his, like, rebellion. Like, I'm gonna be a wrestler. (laughs) In, in, but only in, like, the minors. Amateur scene. Absolutely. And I'm going to be called the gigolo. Jerry, Jerry gigolo. So, would you guys want to come see pro, pro wrestling again? Absolutely. Or are we going to do this again I need what? a break. Yes. Yes, we yes, would. Yes, I want to, I want to um, definitely see more what's, what, what is out there. Even if it's the same ones with, with new ones too. But do you want to see pro wrestling again i think i do yeah, yeah i mean I, I mean it it made me uncomfortable because i'm not i think i was telling kiki this i was like it makes me i'm not comfortable um shout uh being boisterous right and and shouting but there's people there to do it for you there's woo plenty. and like clapping you my told hands. me that too yeah, yeah. I, I don't feel comfortable doing that sort of thing i and i i got made fun of by jerry jiggle he he pointed yeah, at he me called and, you out yeah, but up. that was just you being in the front row. That wasn't. No, any... I mean, I, I I know what I look like, and I was, you know, I, I sat there. I, I wore glasses. I was. I'm, I'm wearing like a Patagonia jacket, and I have my leg crossed, and I'm drinking a cocktail. And he was like, "This guy's like a tax accountant. He's like, he'll he'll do your taxes." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Totally. Yeah, that's what I look like." 
But you even told me before any of this started that you have a lifetime commitment to non-boisterous. Not 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 a commitment, but just an in- inability to be boisterous. Wait, exactly, yeah. which is yeah. I mean, it's nothing to be ashamed like of. Like I I've very... never I've never gone to a sports uh, sports sports ball event and been like, Woo! do you want to be that guy? I do. I, I would love to be able to be that guy, but it just naturally, I just can't, can't really do it. I mean, I think about that all the time. Like I would love to love football as much as like, you know, those guys, they like what other like facet of life where people wear, you know, the jerseys of something, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's like, you know, Rachel and I have been doing yoga at Core Power for, like, four years. We don't wear, like, Core Power shit, you know, everywhere. To like, like fans of, you know, Pittsburgh wear their Steelers jerseys. Right. Right. So, I, I, I kind of am jealous when I see, like, like, people that love football that much. Like, I wish I loved something that much. To or do bo- I? To, like, to, I have to belong things. to something would be really wonderful. Kind of, right? but, yeah. but then I'm like, do I want to? What was do you the want whole belong? point of that? Well, yeah. Do you, oh, do you want to be that boisterous guy? I mean, yeah, I mean. Do you uh, want to be that guy yelling at the football team? Well, you're broaching into uh, territory, the subject of like, do you want to belong? Do the people that you think you want to belong to even want you to belong? It's, it's actually a really deep question when it comes down to it. Spencer's just looking at her phone. You want to wrap up this podcast or what? Oh, God, no, I I oh, mean, not... I could go on forever, but yes, <laughs> only because it's late, and I know Rachel just got home from a long trip, and it's midnight, and she's Rachel, probably come like, say, come say I hi. just want to cuddle you guys are fine. with, with Bud. I'm relaxed. You guys, so we yeah. would all, I think we all can agree we'd go see Absolutely. fucking pro wrestling. Yeah, um, kinda, and then we can do part two and, like, talk about, like, actual... You know what? Honestly... I'm all up in the mic right now. I would prefer to not do wrestling. I would rather do... Like a play. Yeah. Like actual fucking art. And then wrestling. No. Whatever we witnessed tonight... I'm I'm talking about like wrestling. Like you want to... Y'all just want to go see wrestling again. Like the four of us. Like on a, a date. Yes, I, I know we we sure like once every couple because it's expensive once every couple months. Yeah, but we would. We, sure, we yeah, let's go time. see wrestling. We'll but no, I don't time. want no, 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 to. No, no, I'm not talking about that. Get out, of, get out of the, here. I'm not talking that, about that. That's that's the only constituency would be if we got to pay for yours. All right. Well. So Spencer. what? It, so what have we agreed on? Yes. We're going to go see we'll, wrestling together. We'll do both. We're gonna see uh, all the things. We're going to see Rocky Horror Show. <gasps> shut up, when? OB Playhouse. Oh my God, shut like up. Like the original version. Over here. Actually, I have to take my buddy Mikey. But you know, we, can, we can all go together. Yeah. Yeah? I'm down. All right. Down as fuck. I mean, if you told Mikey it was just you two, and we could all, like, with Rachel, sit Come somewhere together. else. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If, that, if you're like me and Mikey, it's our homie. My, my buddy Mikey is, like, one of my best friends. He hates theater so much that he's, like... He's like the boss at the end of the video game for like for my podcast pretty much. He's, what do you mean? Like I have to vanquish him. He like refuses to come on the podcast. He hates theater so much. I'm like oh. you have to come on the podcast. That is the yeah. like climax of your podcast. That's right. Of, like the titty of, of season 2 at least. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy that, like I feel like um 
so many of the uh the characters tonight had like video game esque things about them like you know when you're like playing a video game and you're trying to beat like a character you have like they always have their um idiosyncrasies oh, yes and and all these characters had I- weird idiosyncrasies where you'd like grab their nipples for example right. or like yeah do weird things or like or like certain characters would like jump up and down oh, like with especially their feet. when um oh we didn't even talk about these guys and i thought they were such a great duo when the gold's gym group came out and there was a point where the little guy was just being like um, like the hype man for the big guy. And he was like bouncing around. And he reminded me of a character from um, some kind of video game that was just like stomping his feet and like moving his totally. arms really fast. Totally. See, Kiki, That's his Kiki loved go-to. The, Kiki loved the gym guys. Oh, my God. Because they're just ridiculous. <laughs> he came out with protein powder. Like that's... Because really and way, that's another thing powder, too. Like yeah. if you're gonna be a wrestler, you have to be able to make fun of yourself. You know, like they came out like we're gym guys making fun of our, our like bodybuilding focus. Yeah, that's what I loved about the whole experience was like there's so many different body types. Yes. There was all of the different body types. Yeah. Except for female, pretty much. Oh my god, that could be a new one. Um. No. Oh, oh, I mean, the this, strippers came this, out. They were this pretty... wrestling organization has like female wrestling as well every once in a while that might be uncomfortable though i feel like it might be uncomfortable boobs that's a problem got some good crunching in the micro <laughs> kiki the most we're gonna get out of her spencer thank you so much for coming on the thank podcast. you so much that was so fun i'd love to have you guys on the podcast good god i hope it's okay did we talk about how the fruit outfits were awkward Oh, no, yeah. we didn't talk about anything. The watermelon had like seaweed pants on. It was like f- like green flames. Yeah, absolutely. I mean the wa- I mean, the watermelon. I, that's when it first struck me about like people's bodies and the like, the inclusive nature of pro wrestling. They're just like, I was like, this watermelon, dude. This dude is not in good shape. He's just like kind of like a frumpy <laughs> random dude who's friends with someone and he's getting flipped on his ass and like doing all sorts of crazy gymnastic shit. Like Yeah, and it was super this entertaining. Is, this is an inclusive world and they're like everyone doesn't matter what your body looks like or your color of your skin, get in here. Yeah. Fucking do it. Yeah. It was amazing. And and fun. Thanks I appreciate it. Thank you for taking us. <laughs> Thanks for coming, <laughs> folks. Spencer's done. As you Spencer's done. Yes, we are done.